When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. It's time for a Big Blue Kickoff Live. Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it, because you did. On Giants.com. You know what I saw? New York Giant Prime. And the Giants mobile app. 17-14 is the final. One touchdown, we are world champions. Believe it, and it will happen. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Happy Thursday, everybody, and welcome to Big Blue Kickoff Live right here on Giants.com and the Giants mobile app. I am John Schmelk, joined by the esteemed Hello. Jeff Fiegels, talking Giants football with you at 201-939-4513, hashtag Giants chat on Twitter. If you want to talk to us that way, you certainly can. Pearson Butler at the controls. Giants and Panthers coming your way on Sunday. We'll get to all that in just a second, but we do have a little bit of an announcement that we're going to make here off the top. Uh, not a happy day for the Big Blue Kickoff Live family, to be quite honest with you. This is going to be Jeff Fiegel's final program mm, with us here yes. on Big Blue Kickoff Live. He is yeah. big-timing us. Gonna, <laughs> As usual. He's going to work for Amazon Prime Thursday Night Football, <laughs> and he's uh, just kidding. No, no. Yeah, uh, right. Je- Je- Jeff has important, li- li- literally family business yeah. he will be taking care of, and, and we're going to miss him on the period post-game shows on the radio. More importantly, we're going to miss him here doing Big Blue Kickoff and just hanging out with them because, yeah. you know, you, you listen to Jeff and I do shows. We legitimately love, love doing it. the shows together. It's a lot of fun. So, Jeff, you will be sorely missed. Well, I appreciate that, John. And more importantly, um, the friendship of everybody here. You know, guys, this is I've worked for this organization going on 20 years, you know, from when I came here. So outside of football and into the broadcasting with John since 07, I think it was maybe. Oh, when did you hear? I 07? started 07. Yeah. So I've been around John a long time. Obviously, Paul and then, uh, you know, Lance. And those, those are our guys. Those are who we, you know, pretty much work together with everybody. So, um, but it's time to move on. I've got, you know, as you guys have always heard on this show, I have my real estate business that I do. And I started my own, not firm, but a team with my boys. And so yep. it's very important that family we, business. we're building that for the future. And um, it's more about them than me. And I want to try to build something. But I built something here, friendships that will always be here. Um, guys in and out of the door have been able to, to make... Pearson, you're one of them too, guys that just come in here. And, but more importantly, this organization is, is outstanding. They've been great to me. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy doing Big Blue Kickoff Live because of the people I work with and because of the fans. So I know that, um, that I will miss this. I will miss all my friends, but I'm not going far. I still live in Ridgewood. I'm only 20 minutes oh, away from here. We'll make so. sure you hear Jeff's voice. Yeah. Don't worry. So. Jeff will be around. Uh, he, has, <laughs> he has two more radio shows, too. He's going to work with us on Sunday. He's going to do the Monday night game against Dallas. Yeah, I so, mean, if I'm going to go off in fashion, I'm going off with the Dallas game. That's for sure. I mean, I hope the Giants beat the you-know-what out of them because that yeah, is the one absolutely. team I do not like. However... Uh, and thank you for that, John. I know we we'll we got better things to do here today. Yes. We can talk about me all day. So, uh, yes, and Panthers it, coming up. We got you know. Correct. And Jeff, you know me. I'm always one to be you know try to be funny and snarky. But Jeff is the ultimate team guy. Thank I, you. I never have to worry about him with anything. <laughs> He's plug and play Jeff. <laughs> and it's amazing. He managed to survive Tom Coughlin, but he couldn't survive John Schmelk. Uh, how know? about that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I am that much of a pain in the ass. That is awesome. Get out of here. Awesome. No, you're not a pain. You're not a pain, and I appreciate it. No, and, but Jeff, uh, th- seriously, thank you for everything. You're a pro, you're and, and, and we're going to miss you. You're welcome. You're welcome, and uh, I'll uh, I'll keep listening, that's for sure, and I will miss everybody, but yeah, I will be you, back every once in a while. You'll be in the car a lot, so make sure you tune in oh, to I'll the Giants app every day. 100%. I got it right on my phone now. So, Do you know how to access podcasts on your phone? I have the Giants app. Is okay. that good enough? It, 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 that, that is good enough, yes. 
But That's maybe, all I ask. If I have one thing, maybe I can good. have Pearson do a podcast tutorial after the show's over. <laughs> Certainly I'm not Paul. It. Certainly not Paul. Oh, he doesn't God, know how no. to do it either. Paul still has a flip phone. Forget <laughs> yes. about it. 201 939 4513. All right, we'll get to your calls in just a second, Jeff. But let's get that man down to business. We're here to talk football and preview the Giants and Panthers. So let's, yeah. let's do this the right way. And look, the Panthers are a pretty good football team. But I will say this, and they played a very talented defense in the yeah. Browns in week one. Definitely. But. The Panthers' offense was not great. Sputtered. Uh, yeah, I think sputtered's a good word. I'm trying to get my numbers here, which I have in front of me. Here we go. So in that game, Jeff, uh, the Panthers managed only 261 yards of offense. Now you're going to be like, yeah, you know, that's not really very good. Well, no, it gets not. worse because 75 of those yards came on a blown coverage to Richie Anderson, and 50 of those yards came on a blown coverage to Ian Thomas. So 125 minus 2, what'd you say 90 or 60? 261 oh, I believe wow. I said, so right? That's, so that's pedestrian. That is nearly half <laughs> of their yardage output on two plays. And again, I'm not taking credit away from the Panthers for <clears throat> making those plays on the blown coverage, but you still have to make the plays. Of course, but, but they, they happened. It wasn't they weren't exactly consistently moving the ball up and down the field is my point. And Baker Mayfield, I went went back, I watched the whole game. Baker you could tell he was out of sync with his receivers sure. in the first half. And that's only, to be expected. They only had 95 yards of offense in the first half of the game. Yeah. But the second half, they looked a lot better, and I would expect that's more of the team we're right. going to see when they show up here on Sunday. Well, and they have McCaffrey back, who is healthy. Yes. And so those numbers are even a little more, you scratch your head because of that. And he right? played 43 of their 53 offensive plays. So you know plays. that he's ready. He's, he's ready. By the way, just 53 offensive plays. I think that kind of speaks to it too, right? Yeah. That's not a lot of plays. Yeah. And how many times I know he's, he's, well, listen, we know he's very talented. He's not a North and South guy. He's very in space, kind of get the ball to you. Wing Mordale called him Barry Sanders today. I think that oh, might I be like a little hyper. I think that makes. might be a little hyperbolic. Yeah, but I mean, as far as like you know, if you can get an idea of how how to stop him, he you know bounces who he around. is to me. If you throw in the receiving part of it, it's Thurman Thomas. Oh wow, going way back, yeah. Isn't yeah. he Thurman Thomas? I, but I think Thurman Thomas could. I think he. Although I think that McCaffrey can run north and south if you really sure he want can, him yeah. to. You know, I think he's, he's got speed. Is that toughness? I think toughness? if I was to make a comparison, yeah, you maybe you want to throw Marshall Falk in there too, maybe. You can that type of guy, but I think yeah. those are the type of guys that you would compare McCaffrey to. But for him, I think that it's for the Giants. And here, here's the matchup that we always talk about. In my opinion, the weakness of the Giants' defense is their linebackers in coverage. And so there's where you're going to kind of game plan your your thing. To, I right? think you're going to see a lot of safeties, <laughs> <laughs> and I think one of them is going to be assigned to McCaffrey. Well, I mean, will Dane Belton be be called up this week? Oh, or, will it be? You know? I mean, I could see Jefferson. You know, you Julian, Julian Love was a cornerback, uh, man. Yeah. You want to? I know it's not technically a spy, but if you want to say Julian, like McCaffrey's your responsibility, I'd have no problem with that. Well, as before we came on the air, I was asking you. They have Cordell Flott on one of the one of the depth charts here, as far as starting this weekend at that right cornerback position. Yeah, we should mention Aaron Robinson appendicitis is not going to play. Wow, I mean that's okay. We're, that's that and, actually that literally comes out of nowhere, right? You're yeah. all saying, "Oh, why am I feeling this way?" And you figure that's going to be at least a couple, two, three weeks. Yeah, surgery think. now. Yeah, exactly. You know? what I'm saying. So I mean, I mean that's, Burrow was out a month, right? When yeah. he heard it in the off season. That's right. Yeah. So I think that we're going to throw another rookie into the mix here. So I, I think that probably. Yeah, Flott, I think the and, safety. Stable did say it could be Fabian Moreau, could be Zion Gilbert, could be okay. Justin Lane. You got a lot of options. Flott seemed to be the guy that got carried over into the season from the preseason. So that would be my guess, too. Yeah. But again, where we were talking about the linebackers, that's going to be a point of emphasis for this defense is to be able to to be able to play against a receiver slash running back like uh, McCaffrey, who can get in space and make you miss. Now, the vice versa of last week's game was that the linebackers had to be able to kick on some of those linemen if they got to the second level and tackle Derrick Henry, and they did a magnificent job of doing that. What they didn't do a great job was covering, and I think that that's the Achilles heel of that group. Yeah, and look, that was – you look at – I mean, you don't think the Panthers have that on tape? No, they got it on tape. The two Hillier touchdowns last week, they are going to try to isolate Christian McCaffrey one-on-one -on -one with linebackers, yeah, and they're going to work their rear end off to do it. And the Giants have to be careful with that. And, you know, I, I guess I didn't really track this, but I guess Adoree Jackson traveled with Robert Woods for much of that game in week one. I would expect him to do the same with DJ sure. Moore here in, in week two. Yeah, I mean, if that's the case and that's the way that Wink is going to do it is that as far as having somebody travel with the wide receiver. And he said it'll depend on the week. It'll depend on the right, game plan. Right, right. But now, to me, DJ Moore is more dangerous than Robert Woods is. 
Oh, 100%. So, and by the way, DJ Moore is more dangerous than Robbie Anderson, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. And he'll play in the slot. He'll play outside. He'll do both. Sure. Um, so those are some of the names on offense, Christian McCaffrey, Anderson, and DJ Moore that you have to look at. And they had that quick passing game. And that's kind of more of like when I look at what Baker Mayfield did in college, this is kind of more of his offense, Jeff, right? It's I funny mean, you say that. First list of my notes from watching the game last week. Lots of quick short passes, RPOs, draws, spread college offense, trying to protect the offensive line. It's offense. It's literally that's, that's the, college first, football. the first note I had on my sheet. Yeah, that's from Oklahoma. The, from the first half. <laughs> that's Oklahoma, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's what it is. So, um, this is because Miles Garrett uh, made uh, Iki Iquanu's well, welcome NFL. to the NFL. Dude, I feel yeah. bad for that. You got to take on that monster in your first ever game, and Miles Garrett ate him, ate him up a little bit, which, which is to be expected. Which, by, the, by way. the way, let's give a little bit. Okay, let's talk about uh, Joshua Zudu going against Jeffrey Simmons. was just oh, no, no same, joke either. Same deal. And, and, I mean, and come Zudu on. had his problems. But this is why there's a transition. Everybody, oh, you played at Alabama. That's the pros, right? No, it's mm-hmm. not. It's not the pros. Well, and it's not. Talk about their defense. Like, are they going to put Brian Burns lined up across from Evan Neal? Probably. That's what I would do if I were them, wouldn't you? I would keep him so, as far the, away from Andrew Thomas as I possibly could. He's the best player on the Panthers' defense by far, right? Um, he is a guy that— In my opinion, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Someone and, else might argue Jeremy Chin, but I think Burns is a better player. Well, at, at, at that secondary, I, yeah. Uh, but— the thing about Brian Burns is you don't know where he's lining up. Yeah, he, he's he, going to line up everywhere. And he split his left and right in the first week. Mm-hmm. So, it was like 38 and 31 or something like that. So if he's going to pick his poison, he's probably going to go in Savvy Neal a little bit more than he will bet Andre Thomas. Yeah, Andrew Thomas is good. I wouldn't want to put my best pass rusher against him. Unless you have to. I mean, look what Andrew you know? Thomas did to Bud yeah. Dupree last week. Was, did, did Bud Dupree play in that game? I heard, it, I heard his name once, maybe. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. Huh? And, uh, and, I, and, and according to some of the, you know, the, like PFF and some of those places, he'd get graded out very well. Andrew Thomas. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. 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 No, he so he'll continue. And Andrew Thomas. And by the way, Evan Neal played a good game in week sure. one, too. He did. He did have a nice, solid job, especially in I think in the Giants ball. are in good, good shape with the both bookends going in. And I think that Andrew Thomas is one of those guys where eventually he's going to get a Pro Bowl nod, I think, eventually. Because you know how hard it is to make that position the Pro Bowl. That's It's, 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 it's definitely a uh, – what am I looking for? It's a um, reputation, popularity, popularity contest, big yeah. time. I mean, look, you can you can put in stone that Trent Williams is going to be the starting right first team All Pro starting until he gets out of there. I mean, tackle right? easy, but yeah. Kenny with Tyron Smith out for like the whole year. Never you know, know, does that open a window now for that? You know, David Bakhtiari is dealing with injuries with Green Bay. Yeah, you know that opens a window where maybe he can step in there and eventually. And Toronto Armstead's not in the NFC anymore. He's with the Dolphins. Good. So. You know, uh, matter the, of time. The Whitworth isn't with uh, the Rams anymore. He retired. Yep. So now maybe you're gonna have an opportunity here for maybe Andrew Thomas could get a, a Pro Bowl or even a you know. Hey, and the that more type people that start talking about him on on broadcast and like you know as a, and yeah. you call it the shutdown corner. What is what is a shutdown left tackle? I mean, what what do you call that guy? Just yeah. the, the shutdown left tackle I anchor. Love that. Yeah. Like you know, it's just so I think that eventually he's gonna get there. But and by the way, there's a lot of guys like Andrew Thomas that never made it to the Pro Bowl, but were unbelievable guys. Yeah, sure. It's just because they can't. So Well, and of course, being on a winning team helps that too, Jeff. Yes. Yeah, now, switch the defense. Yeah, go ahead. One thing I noticed, and I watched the game on my, my uh, you know, what is it, the NFL rewind thing. NFL, NFL Plus, Jeff. Which is great. Yeah. And you get all the angles and this and that. And the one thing, and I'm curious to get your point on this. Yeah. The one thing, if I'm the Panthers defense watching the Giants offense last week, and how Saquon Barkley ran the football and how that offensive line line blocked, especially in the second half. I'm a little bit worried if I'm the defense because they gave up a lot of plays in the running game. Especially to the edges. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb ate them up on those outside zone and those pitch plays. Eight, and, and by the way, not only was there a lot of space, they missed a lot of tackles too. So, agreed. And by the way, both those, Saquon and Chubb, they're not easy to bring down, those guys, anyways. Oh, no, you know absolutely not. They're big going. And in, 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 in a little bit of different ways, Chubb, I think, more of a power runner than Saquon yes, is. Yes. But, yes, both are very difficult to bring down, Jeff. 100% agree. So, if I'm the Panthers' defense, and I think if you're the Giants' offense, you have to prepare for this, I got eight men in the box mm-hmm. all game. Okay. I'm going to play man-to-man That's fine. against the Giants' wide receivers. Panthers have a young but talented secondary. They got a bunch of younger guys. Oh, sure. But they're guys that can play. Xavier Woods is back there. Jeremy Chin. Those are two good guys. J.C. Horn safety. was. We talked about him in the draft yep. a lot. He's so. healthy. 
So and the, and, and the other two corners they use, they'll Henderson use um, C.J. Henderson, former first-round pick. Now, he hasn't lived up to that draft standing so far. Still has potential. He's a lot of talent. Dante Jackson out there. Mm-hmm. I believe he's on just signed his second contract, I think. And Not, then they'll put their other safety, uh, Miles Hartsfield, as a, as a slot guy, too. So if I'm the Panthers and I watch that first, the way I played against the Browns and the way the Giants played against the Titans, I would say anyone, Box it up. anyone can beat me in this game except for Saquon. Right now, and I am going to load it up. And if I'm the Giants, I try to run it anyway. Sure, but I think not? the Giants need to be ready to pivot quickly in case that box count gets too high. And what have we've always talked about when you have a good running game? It sets up your play action stuff, right? Like hundred percent. So now, if you're going to put eight in a box, and I'm going to, you know, I can definitely check out of that and get into this. Um, looking at those safeties, and they play a lot of single high, right? So I figure. This is the perfect time for big play. So maybe we talk about all these personnel packages. Maybe we see a little bit more of Kadarius Tony this week. Maybe we don't. I don't have no idea. But the fact is, is that if any of these guys, Galladay, okay, who's a, who's another speedster? I mean, Richie I don't. James can run. Yeah, Kadarius yeah. Tony can run. Yeah, yeah, that's Stone what I'm saying. Shepard can run. They all can get deep. Now it's funny. I just when I said Shepard, I was I went over that play over and over that you and I went over. Do you and have I, any idea what that cornerback was doing I yet? have an idea. Oh, you figured it out because I thought that guy, I don't know what he was doing. I have a feeling that I think that he watched tape, which I know he did. <laughs> Most guys do. The good ones. And I believe that Shepard, I think he thought he was doing an, an out. Well, the way he turned because his, he flipped turned, his hips, it looks like that's what he was trying to play. Next thing you know, he was gone. Right. That's the only thing I can think of. It's still terrible technique. It's horrible technique. First of all, I <laughs> used the wrong inside technique. You should yeah, have used the I other know. technique. Yeah, because he was fa- he was facing the quarterback, but let Shepard get outside of and him. And he went if inside. You're, if you're facing the quarterback, you need to keep Shepard in the front of you and play outside of the receiver. Right, yeah, I don't know what the hell he was. <laughs> Seriously, like, I watched that play, like, probably I would bet a lot Jeff. of money that he got in a lot of trouble in his meetings. Oh, I'm day. sure that was <laughs> a big, yeah, I'm sure that was a big problem for him. But, um, you know, big play potential, play action with, you know, Saquon and some of the other receivers and Daniel Jones getting the ball out of his hands pretty quickly. Um, the other one is, is the RPOs. I think that you can, you can really create some mismatches with the RPO system that they're going to use too. By the, the way, both, both the Panthers and the Giants used, I think the second most RPOs in the league last, last week after the Eagles who had by far the most. I didn't count them, but I'm guessing, I'm guessing the Giants, I'm guessing eight. I was around there. I don't have the exact number in front of me. You know me. what I'm yeah, saying? It was, somewhere, like, it was somewhere between six and 10. It was somewhere in okay. that area. Yeah. So if they're if if and so I the think. Panthers must be the same as far as you know up there if they were you know tops in the league at right, RPO let me stuff. I can find but, it real quick here. Um, but you know Baker Mayfield is a guy that he's he's a streaky guy, right? I think that once he if he gets in a groove, mm-hmm. and I feel like he gets that that inner confidence in him that he can really go out and do a good job. But I also believe that in the face, and I don't know what the situation is with the two defensive ends, and they're going to play this week, hopefully, maybe. But pressure to Baker Mayfield means turnovers, <laughs> big time. And that's what I think that one thing that Wink will do against Baker, um, trying to put some sort of pressure on him. Oh, I take it back, Jeff. PF, those PFF's tracking, so, mm-hmm. you know, Yeah, it whatever. is what it is. It is what it is. They had Panthers with 14, Giants with 16. RPOs? Yeah. Wow. And Eagles with 20. So this is definitely those offenses are RPO eccentric, if you will, right? Well, yeah, I mean, those are, and they all have young. They have quarterbacks that use a lot of RPOs in college, yeah, and that's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah, that's the way. The, the Chiefs, world. by the way, was third on that list with Pat Mahomes. Well, hello. Yeah, well, same type of <laughs> spread system, yeah. college, all that stuff, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and similarities. You got Mike Kafka here, and and by the way, how many? How, what do the Bills run? How many run RPOs did they run up there? Uh, the Bills were the Bills, the Bills, the Bills, the Bills, the Bills, the Bills. They were around league average eight six. Okay. Well, you know what? They may not be wanting their quarterback to do as many of those now <laughs> because they're they're pretty much a good team. Uh, good game tonight, man. Whoa. Should be, yeah. Yeah, right? Be. And by the way, there was a they were asking um, the uh, Wink Martindale about it today, and somebody said the Giants only had a 20% blitz rate. I don't know where they got that from. PFF had them at, maybe four, had them at fourth 43%. Well, that was the first half. Maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know where they got that <laughs> half number. They said it was from the official stats. I don't know what official stats keep track of blitz rate. Well, probably some. Yeah, maybe. not official, though. No, right, exactly. So PFF had it at 43%. So I don't know what they were looking at there. But anyway, um, 
4513. You got something else before no, we I was going to ask you because I know that you you know a lot of people at PFFF. The, the, PFF. Those PFFF. 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 Anyways, they have must have a heck of a staff watching all this stuff. Oh no, they 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 have a huge number of people that it's not just one. They cross check it, then they re update the numbers late on Monday. Big production. So yeah, it's a and it's quick. They have a very heavy cross check. Think how fast it is. Yeah. You know, like I have a friend of mine whose son works for um, the Next Gen Stats on mm. game day. On game day. And he says it is unbelievable chaos, how much right? stuff is going on yeah, there. I can yeah. only imagine. You know, so um, he works out in L.A. All right. Go to phone. A couple other notes from the, we had the coordinators talk today, Jeff. So if you want to throw a couple yeah. notes from oh, the coordinators yeah. really yeah. quick before we get to your calls. Love to hear what... Uh, uh, Mike Kafka talked about the two-point conversion, a version of a play that he used in the past in Kansas City. We talked about that. It kind of looked like the Kelsey thing. Um, But he said not exact. They kind of redesigned it for what the Giants are going to do. Big point of emphasis week for the offense, getting in and out of the huddle quickly. Mm -hmm. So the play clock is down, and you can run all those options and make make switches on that. Um, Oh, this is the big one. Wing Martindale. Basically started his press conference, went on a whole spiel about, you know, we want to reestablish the culture of defense here, make it a defensive team and defensive organization. And for that to happen, we need the fans to go out there and be loud and make it miserable on opposing teams. So they have to go sign an account. And then his quote, we'll take care of the rest. So he kind of had a call to action for Giant fans in the stadium on Sunday to get loud and make it very uncomfortable for Baker Mayfield. I, I went to an event last night. Um, probably about 200 people there. Uh, everybody that's listening, remember um, Brian Saxon? You remember Brian Saxon? The punter? No, Bri- no, that was um, that was Mike Saxon. Mike Saxon for Dallas. Okay. So who's Brian? Saxon? Brian Saxon was a tight end for the Giants back in the uh, probably the early 90s. I don't remember him. So he was behind Howard Cross in in, a, in positional stuff. But he had a he had an event there, a couple of guys. But there was my point is there was a lot of people there. The energy is off the roof as far as fan base excited about going to the game Sunday. Especially off a win, man. Well, yeah. And a home opener. And I think a new regime. I think that this whole thing is set up perfectly. Um, Go out there and make it 2-0. Win your games at home. Split them on the road. That's that's the the equation that a lot of teams like to – if you can be 8-0 at home and and 4-4 on the road, then you're 12 and – what is that? Well, there's no – you have 17 games now, but you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. But there's a better – no better – Chance to start Sunday with this one. So the fans will be a big part of it, and that place can't get loud. I definitely want you to mess up math at least once on your final. No, show, so I'm that, not that going to. Perfect. Now, <laughs> if I look at some of the roster of this, I will mess up names if you want me to. Oh, yeah, there. Oh, I'll definitely find a name but for you to mess up. Because Iquanu, we, we announced that name 150,000 yes. times yeah. last year in yeah. our draft coverage. I'm not going to mess that one up. Actually, you're lucky. There's actually. I'm looking, I know. I'm, I'm looking at the Panthers roster no, here. There's not. Luvu? Was yeah, that Frankie yeah, Luvu? I think, well, it's four, if you can't pronounce a four letter name, Luvu. you got. Yeah, Luvu. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that, All right, I'm getting better. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. <laughs> four letters. Hey, yeah, Giant but there's fans. two U's in it. I though. know. Season, oh, that's tricky. I know. Two U's <laughs> is hard. Uh, Giant season tickets are on sale now for 2022. The first game's this week, so get a, get in line here. Get on the line and check it out. You get ticket savings, membership benefits that include access to exclusive events, experiences, pre-sales, more. Seats are starting at just 100 bucks, and you can lock it in for that price. Call 888-NYG-1925 or visit Giants.com slash tickets for more information. All right, let's get moving here. Cliff in New York will lead us off. Cliff, what's going on? Hi, Cliff. Hey, hi, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, Jeff, all the best with the family business, man. Thank you. I appreciate that, Cliff. Yeah. Um, with, with the RPOs that you were just talking about, my understanding was that the, uh, the, coaching, that, the coaching credit that, that people gave us for the last game uh, had to do with making adjustments, and RPOs was uh, a big part of that adjustment along with play action from what I remember from what I read about last game. Um, so I don't know what that'll have to do with this week, but um, it wasn't what we went into the game with. Um, but um, with Cordell, uh, I was feeling a lot better with him during training camp than I was when he was first drafted. It seemed like he was doing okay. And then the thing that made me feel the best about him was when Wandale said that he was the best corner he faced in the Southeastern Conference. Okay. That's good. And that, 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 that made me feel good. Um <laughs> As far as these, this team, um, I was when when we did the preview of them uh, a couple of months ago, 
Uh, I thought of Iquanu uh, maybe being a little challenged in this game, and Paul picked up on that yesterday, um, that we would have to take advantage of him while the getting was still good because he was bound to improve in pass pro but maybe not be so hot by the second game. And when they got Mayfield, I was not blown away uh, because my I didn't think he would be great by, you know, if he was going to be great with them, it wouldn't be by the second week. I don't know how long uh, it takes. You said he was better in the second half already last I mean, week. he was there for a month, Cliff. I, th- I think he'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, that's not good news. Then we, but overall... <laughs> I, Overall, I don't, I don't, I, I didn't think, you know, when when we first were looking at the previews, it was like the the Titans would be a huge challenge, and then we'd get a breather with with Carolina. I don't see a breather here at all. No, there's no, no breather, no, Cliff. Not, no. Jeff and I Every have been making this point. There's no, there's no easy no. games. The Panthers are good. They almost beat the Browns last week. Remember, you know, remember they they took a sick, what was it, a 58 yard field goal by Cade York to win that game for the Browns. That's so, right. Eh, yep. Nah, nothing's easy, Cliff. The Giants are going to have to play well to win this game. Right. I'm still liking our chances to start very strong. Uh, I knew that it obviously it counted on winning the first game. I, I felt good about us scoring touchdowns in the first game, and that did come true. Um, uh, I yeah, because they expect... ran the ball in the red zone, which is the first time they've done that yes. in like 10 years. It's a miracle. <laughs> yes. It was, it, well, we saw that in the preseason, and it carried through. And so did the point total almost. You know, 20 it's like, points, yeah. 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 And um, now, now, by uh, the way, though, generally you want more than that. Just if like twenty one is oh, fine, sure. but you want more than that. <laughs> I think it's a good ascension, though. I mean, there no, there sure were less. Is. There were like mm-hmm. fifteen. So yeah, I mean, we're talking yeah. maybe. Remember, we've talked about this on our over under stuff when we did all that stuff. To have the yes. Giants to average a touchdown more a game is a lot. Now, now remember, before the quarterback got hurt last year, they were probably around seventeen or eighteen. Okay, you know what well, I'm saying. So, okay, but still, so three or four points. That's still yeah, pretty that's good. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. But no, I think but it, really I think it can happen. It. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I think it can happen with this offense on a on a week to week basis, changing a couple things here and there. Oh, I was feeling so good about them. I predicted 30 points. I I thought we'd get three field goals, but uh, the way we started, gosh, uh, on that. But I feel really good about Tay Crowder. You know, I was worried he wasn't big play the run. You know, he he showed that. Uh, but uh, just. Ooh, that was really terrific. But uh, what about um, the the rookie linebacker? Um, what, what's his name? Uh, McFadden. Yeah. Is he supposed to be better against the the pass than the run? Maybe. Thanks for, for the call. McCaffrey. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, um, McFadden's strength is blitzing. And Clive, I want to make sure I just get. I want to make sure we get to other callers here. But he's he's more of a blitzing guy. He's not a coverage guy. He's not a coverage guy. He's McFadden. a big. He's a yeah. He's like Crowder's more of a guy that's tall, lanky, good size. You know, and more he athletic. Can get out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where McFadden is a guy. He's a typical middle linebacker in 2020. Well, he can move, but he's not like a change of direction. Like he's a he's a, super he's a Martinez guy. I mean, he's like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. I think that's that mold of. I'm not comparing him to him because Martinez was really good. Right. Now remember, Crowder is a he's a tackling machine too. I mean. The question is, where are those tackles taking place? Was your question? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I have a member over under. I have him over one thirty. I think it was. Or oh, all those, all those get wiped from the books now, Jeff. Why? You're, well, because you're leaving us. So I don't yeah, care. but I want to. I'm, I'm going to keep my anymore. own. Okay, you're and then I'm going to call the show one time <laughs> when I'm when I'm winning, of course. So you Jeff know, from not Ridgewood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah this, I'm, no, I'm not going to – you guys are not going to know it's me. You, <laughs> when I call in, you'll know, but I'm yeah. not going to go on the board as Jeff from Ridgewood. I'll never get on, Pearson. That's <laughs> uh, you probably wouldn't, oh, especially if Lance is hosting. Uh, <laughs> that too. Let's go to John in Cape Cod. He's up next on Big Blue Kickoff Live. Hey, John. Hey, John. Hey, good afternoon. Hey, Jeff, we're going to miss you on this show the same way we missed you. Giant Stadium. Thank you, sir. Are you on a speakerphone, John? You're kind of cutting in a little bit, man. Yeah, let me go off it and see what happens. I bet you it's going to be better. It'll definitely be better. Is that better? That's yeah, much there better. you go. And folks, I think that's a good lesson. When you call in, get off speaker and turn your internet feed down, and then everything's going to go a lot smoother. John, what do you got? Jeff, <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say you're. hope you're enjoying my hometown. I lived in Ridgewood and loved it. Oh, we I'm enjoying moved, it. Moved here in 91 when the uh, real estate rates in Ridgewood were just <laughs> outrageous instead of 
the way they are now, obscene. Anyway. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And Jeff's reaping yeah. all yeah, right? the benefits. Yeah. And by the way, I still live in Ridgewood, so I've been there for 20 years. So I'm still paying those taxes, so... Um, but you know, good school system, and I'm sure that uh, you had oh, a great, great time there. So, system. what great, else you got? I appreciate school. it. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, it's it's. I have a quick question for you guys because I'm a little hazy on the thing. <laughs> what Paul nailed it when he said that, that they would bring up Jihad Ward to help stop Henry. Yeah, because, now, because no one because no one else in the show said they would start Jihad Ward on the edge to, to start Derrick Henry. Only Paul said that. Yeah. Uh, was he on reserve or on the active roster? He was on the active, active roster. roster. He, we knew he was going to be the starter. Okay. How many, time, how many times are they allowed to move somebody back and forth between active and reserve? What, there, there is no such thing as moving guys well, forth. You mean the practice squad yeah, you're talking that's about? What he, that's what he's meaning. Yeah. 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 Is it four? I, I think you mean bring them up on Sundays? The, uh, bring the guy how up how on, often can a player move between rosters? Well, you can only right. move when you get brought up on Sunday. Otherwise, you have to get signed. But how many to a times can you do spot. that? It's either two or three. Yeah, I have to double check. Okay. It's either two. Yeah, it's or not three. a lot if, if that's what you're getting at. So it, they do have to yeah, manage the think, the number. Okay, I, I was asking the question because you know Wink loves to play the games three times. and move three times. people around with with his toolbox, according to what the strengths and weaknesses are of the the offense he's playing against. Yeah, but yeah, but, but uh, more often than not, you're going to do that with the guys on your 53. You're not going to do that yeah. bringing guys okay. up off the practice squad. Okay, no, it, it was just an aside. Um, the the other question I have, I, I, I'm out of market, so I didn't get to see the game. I had to look at clips from YouTube and et cetera, et cetera. How did, how did Devin Neal look? Playing this, Were you listening to the first 15 minutes of the show, John, when we talked about Evan Neal and how he played? No. Oh, I he, missed it. He, he did great. He did he did fine. He actually did good. did did good enough that to, to feel comfortable that his progression into this league is going to be fine. Yeah. He's great. a big boy now. Last, <laughs> last, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> last, last comment, and I'll go. You know, the day they drafted him, I saw him play twice at Penn State. I said... Barkley is generational talent. Maybe now that he's got a line in front of him, we'll see more of what he's capable of. Well, you hope so. You hope so. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. I actually don't like the term generational talent for any sport. I just feel like. I agree. I, I feel like everybody could be generational, right? You don't know. Some guys come into this league undrafted and become Hall of Famers. And Those... somehow every two years is a generational talent. People don't understand how generations work, apparently. <laughs> hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got four kids at home and this generation drives me crazy. <laughs> so, um, but I think that, I think that a lot of times it just depends on the players, but I don't like the, the tag of that. I don't know who started that thing. But. Yeah. I mean, look, and Saquon's healthy. Well, he was healthy his rookie year. Right. And, and he has that been was healthy his since. generational, if you want. Because he but, had, after that, he had the high ankle sprain his second year. Towards ACL his third year. And then Last one. year he had another ankle injury, yeah. coming, plus coming off the ACL. And yeah. now he's finally healthy. And that but stupid he, fluke Stepping Dallas on the dude's game. foot. Gee, That's how he sprained his ankle. I mean, it's ridiculous. On. Let's go to Tim in Charleston. He's up next. Tim. Hi, Tim. Hey, guys. Good to talk to you again. You too. And Jeff, let me just say, fare thee well. We are going to miss you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to try not to cry. Try <laughs> That's not okay. To we cry. don't cry on this program. But only Tom. Only, only, yeah. only Paul cries on this <laughs> program. <laughs> he took the words right <laughs> out of my mouth. Only... <laughs> only oh, oh. Only the listeners cry when Lance is on, um, or Charlie calls in. <laughs> yes, that's a good so, thing, and that will continue. So that's but, not going away. <laughs> but but let me let me just say it's great that you're doing something to build a legacy for the future of your family, yeah, which is so much more important than just the memories. So good luck to you. I appreciate um, that. On that, yeah. Uh, and by the way, Jeff, not, but, and, um, and, and Tim, hold on one second, Jeff. Jeff, not for nothing. I hope your kids are grateful. Everything you've done for those kids. With, with the career and everything, I hope they say, Dad, thanks a lot for this. Now you're trying to set up their careers. I mean, what else can you do for these I'll guys? I'll tell you what I can do. I'm going to leave you their numbers, and you're going to text them. And you're going to say, I hope you're, I hope you're happy for your dad. And you're, you know, <laughs> you're happy that this is going to work, right? It's a big step. Well, I just hope that they've given you a no, couple nice hearty thank yous and hopes. I, this, you know, we love our children. Of course. You know, and so it's just uh, 
yeah it's 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 fun and by the way it's this isn't I'm, I'm not doing something I don't like. Oh, I you know, know what I'm you saying know. I'm just teasing. I you love know. real estate. I've been doing it a long time over 20 years. And I feel like this this is something that the boys have been growing up along with football. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but they're out of college now. These guys got to you know, we got to move. And so move. We're not moving. Move forward in their their lives and their. These are your two youngest that are working with. No, you? So I have my second and my fourth. Second so, and fourth. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. um, and my old my second oldest is he was in a couple jobs here and there. And I just we just got together and said hey let's try this and then my youngest son has really taken a liking to real estate so it's it's Good. gonna be a lot of fun to do so all and right it, enough let's go back <laughs> <laughs> you know me uh, i did not so, like to talk about other no, stuff Tim, so. what do you got what do you got so so you you already answered one of the questions i wanted which was i was going to ask you who you thought if they picked one guy to shadow mccaffrey who would be and you said julian love and i like that answer um the the next two things i got one is an observation watching the coaches tape with uh, Carl Banks. Um, they were showing the goal line touchdown by Saquon, not the two point, but the touchdown. And they were talking about the two double team blocks. It was a beautifully executed play. But what I kept looking at was how Andrew Thomas just isolated, dominated and eliminated whoever was playing end against him. Yeah, and Andrew um, Thomas and, and Azudu both made unbelievable blocks to him to just create like a, yeah. like a two lane highway for Saquon to run through. Absolutely. Yeah, those are big and, boys. And too. my last, my last thing is, uh, I feel I'm feeling pretty good going into this game. The one concern that I think I have, other than crazy, wild, bad stuff happening, which we've experienced way too often in the past, is um, getting pressure on Baker Mayfield. And I hope mm -hmm. that one of the two bookends at you know either Thibodeau or uh, Ojolari can come back and at least create some appearance of danger to Mayfield because that's the one thing I worry about. If we can't pressure Mayfield, he can pick us apart a bit and then that opens up things for McCaffrey. And so that's my, I think that to me is the number one concern in this game. And, I, and I'll take your comments off the air. Thanks a lot. And good luck again, Jeff. No, oh, thank, thank you, you so much. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say that Baker Mayfield is my number one concern on that offense. I think it's Christian McCaffrey. Okay. And then he can go crazy. And when they, if, you know, they exploit that defense a little bit, but I know that I think that Baker can be, I think you can, you can do a lot of things to disrupt him. I think Tim's point is astute. I agree. McCaffrey's my larger concern, but Baker Mayfield plays much, much worse when he's pressured. He's yeah. a guy that has not dealt with pressure well in his career. So to Tim's point, I think Tim was right on with all of his points in that call. I think he was all over it. You can you can alter the way Baker plays by getting pressure. No, I'm not a fast computer guy like Lance and and these guys. He has never had a quarterback rating over 74 when under pressure. Okay, what I wonder how he has how he's done against Wink's uh, defense. He had to have played him one time because he was defensive corner for four years, right? So oh, he played him a bunch. Yeah. they played twice a year. Those yeah, two so teams. I'm saying what was his? You know, I mean, I, I would like I would definitely look at that. In fact, I know that that's what they're looking at. They're going back looking that. at team, looking at games where how did they how did they do against Baker Mayfield and this types of situations, and what did they do to disrupt him? So that's what I would be looking at. Um, so we'll see. Um, but to me. The offense has to get pressure, and you got to be able to get somebody on McCaffrey. Those are simple things, right? But they're really not in the grand scheme of things. Easier said than done, right? Yeah, like a lot of things. Absolutely. 201-939-4513. Let's go back to the calls. I'll try to find that stat for you, Jeff. Let's go to Phil in North Carolina. He's up next. Hey, Phil. Hi, Phil. Phil going once. Come on, Phil. Phil, you're a regular. You know what you're doing here. Phil Come on, going Phil. Twice. Come out. For air. Phil calls right back. We'll get you back on the air. By the way, uh, one of my, you know, my punter infatuations it was is, is Johnny Hacker. The guy is. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I have oh, to give you one man. last chance to have the Johnny oh. Hacker love fest. Go ahead. Okay, so I just hope he doesn't have one of these games where he normally would just go crazy. But this guy's so got to watch out for the fake punts, as everybody else does. But uh, he's a good one. I love to watch him play. And actually, the the pregame is one I like because you obviously get to see a lot more punts in the pregame than you do in a game. But. Man, he just bombs it. Oh, the life of a special team. Yeah, you know, is. you know what yeah. the best part of the game is pregame, watching pre them kick. Well, it's <laughs> funny. Like real quick, like last night I did this little touch football thing at the stadium, and at the very end, they kick field goals, and everybody was like raising their hand. They went, "Who wants to kick a field goal?" Who? I said, "Who wants to punt?" Everybody held their hand up. Who wants to play? Who wants to play linebacker? Nobody put their hand up. See, so kicking is very popular. Very popular. 
It is, John. Don't miss out on your chance to experience <laughs> a Papyrus Hospitality experience watching Giant Games world-class concerts in 2022 as a Giant Suite partner. Limited full-season locations are still available, or you can place the pods for individual games. Call 888-NYG-1925 or visit Giants.com slash suites for more information. Let's try Phil in North Carolina. He called back. Pearson, Phil, what's going on? Okay, can you hear me now? Yes, you yep. can. Something tells you your phone okay. on mute, Phil. Well, no, no, you know, I'm phone challenged. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to work this phone. So, okay, so uh, I'm kind of like Jeff happened. in that, you know, boat. Yeah, so, no uh, problem. Hey, join the yeah. club, man. <laughs> yeah. The struggle's so, real, Jeff, dude. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jeff, thanks so much for your all your time here. You know, so, uh, yeah, it, so I'm glad I got the chance to call in today. Oh, Oh, the last couple of weeks, I have no idea what time this was starting for some reason. I don't know. We are but, every uh, day at 1230, Phil. Every day at 1230 from here on out. Uh, yeah, I got it today. So. And by the um, way, you can set a reminder on your phone if you ever want me to teach you how to do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> 1230. I, yeah, I need help. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, it was funny listening to Paul during the week in, in that, you know, he's very happy about the running the ball and, 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 and old-fashioned one-on-one football. And the thing that struck me was this, it's kind of yes and no in that it, this is really not old-fashioned in that the explosive plays that Warren Sharp talked about, you know, really, you know, all, I think all three explosive plays resulting in scores. Yes, correct. You're yeah. 100, Phil, you're 100% right. Nice this was call. not like a grinded-out Run it forty times at three and a half yards per carry. Win the time of possession battle. And yeah. da, 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 da. That's not what this was. It was the big run plays. You're hundred percent right. That turned into scores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I, I, you know, John, that uh, huddle podcast you did with Sharp was fantastic because that that number statistic he had with, you know, if he got one fifteen yard play, I, I think it was. Something like twenty five percent scores. If yep. you got two fifteen yard plays, it was like forty percent or something. So I thought that was great. So that was the one point I wanted to make. That uh, you know, so so I don't know. I guess I don't know if you can always count on explosive plays. Is is you know, I guess it, week in and week, week out. So I'm a little unsure how it translates into next week. No, Phil, it's What's a good your point. Thoughts on that? No, Phil, I think that's a good point, too. You can't rely on two 60-yard plays a week. Like, that's not going to happen. That's In fact, it no. was the last – it was the first time the Giants had a 60-plus run and pass in the same game since it's... 2005. So that's 17 years. Okay, yeah. So, no, you yeah. can't count on that every week yeah. by definition. Now, so, can yes. we count on a couple – uh, big plays components, what are those, 20 yards or more? What, yeah, or what is a big play? It depends what metric yeah. you want to use. Yeah. For runs, generally, it's more than 10. 10. Or, and for passes, it's more than 20. If you want to be generic, go 15-plus, okay. whatever. I think you're more realistically going for those than a 50- or 60-yard. And, week. yes, can you rely on them every week? No, but I do think you can run your offense that can maximize your opportunity to make those plays. And, for example, like the Chiefs lived on big plays. And what did teams end up doing to them? They played two safeties deep. And they made Patrick Mahomes be a little bit more conservative. And they adjusted. So you have to be able to to do it where you can do both, right? Where you're enough of a big play threat where then teams, oh, we have to play two safeties deep against you guys. Well, then Saquon's going to have light boxes. All right, well, then you got to play Saquon. Well, then you have to be capable if they're going to play a heavy box to make those big plays down the field. And the Panthers do play a lot of single high. So you have to be able to adjust based on how the team is playing you. The problem we've seen in the past, um, Phil, is that when teams play heavy boxes against the Giants, they couldn't throw deep. Or, if you go back to the end of Eli's time here, teams would just play two back. safeties deep the whole time, and the Giants' offense line was so bad, they couldn't run the ball against light boxes. So, the whole key to the NFL now is to be able to take advantage of what the defense presents to you. If they dare you to Good run point. it, you have to be able to run it. Right. If they dare you to throw it and make big plays, you, to do you have to be able to do it. So, that, to me, is kind of the underlying story with the NFL now. You have to be able to, to win the areas of the field that the defense is presenting to you as an advantage. I'll give you a classic example. I know you're going to agree with me. The, the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, for a period of time, they could not figure him out. Then all of a sudden they went to those, and then teams started figuring, hey, this is how we're going to play. Yeah, you, would have, you would have a month and a half last year where they had struggle. In fact, uh, Patrick granted it to them. Yeah. Yeah. And so what happens is then, then vice versa. So now the Kansas City Chiefs got to figure out how are we going to get around these guys when yeah. they're playing us, mm-hmm. and they develop different plays and stuff like that. So it's ever-changing. 
until somebody figures out how to do it, you can be successful. But once they do, you got to figure out how to, how to combat it that way too. So, um, but to, again, you're not going to be able to count on big plays every week like that. They're just going to happen. Now, I will agree with John. What he's saying is that I think the Giants can become one of those teams where, as a fan, you may be able to say, okay, this is a big play team. We've got a lot of playmakers around the football. Kadarius Tony is definitely a big playmaker. We don't know much about Wandell Robinson yet, you know, So, and obviously Saquon. So I think you're going to see a lot of big plays out of this offense. I want to see a lot of big plays out of the defense. Hopefully Wandell plays. We'll see. Yeah, I'm just saying in the future, you know, maybe, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, so uh, good point. So, my, my thought is that we're going to have to have intermediary, intermediate throws to manufacture long, you know, sustained drives like 15 to 25 range. Yeah, I think, Phil, we're going to have to see a more efficient passing game in that 10 plus yard area. You know, I think against the Panthers, you had uh, against the um, Titans, part of me, you had the one monster deep play to Shepard. And then other than that, it was a bunch of like six yards, seven yards slants to Richie James. Like there wasn't anything in that, not a whole lot in that 10 to 25 yard we area. I have not seen any of that really. So I'm, Phil, I'm with you. I think you and Tim have both been great callers. I think both of you hit all your points yeah. out of the park. I do think that's an area where they're going to have to do a little bit better this week and then moving forward if the offense is going to be more consistent. Right. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. And, Jeff, uh, good luck. Thank you very much, Phil. Have a good one. Thank you, Phil. Appreciate the call. 201. Was Phil or Bill? That was Phil. Okay. I want to make sure I wasn't calling him Bill. It's Phil. Yeah. Callers have been very, very good today. We've had some strong some callers. Smart callers, man. Except for one. But otherwise, otherwise we've been good. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I can't help myself. Let's go to Chip in Las Vegas. You He's never up can. next. Chip, how are you? <laughs> Hi, good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good Hi, Jeff, morning. Um, for... It's morning to you. Great. Yeah. In Vegas. Well, first, I just want to say, anytime I've called in, I've never had the pleasure of speaking with uh, Mr. Fiegel. So I just oh, want well, to you say listen... thank you for everything, <laughs> and I've learned so much about special teams listening to you. So good. Thank well, I, you That very makes much. me happy. I'm glad, I'm glad I could help you with nope. that. And now you can talk about it com- confidently, right, with a lot of people? Oh. Very good. Definitely do. Yes. No. Nope. And I always look at it very objectively now. So, no. Nope. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so, I just have a real quick question and great topics today. But, John, I just have to ask yes. one last time. Uh-oh. Are you going to play the final game? Oh. Did you play with Jeffy? Oh, my God, John. We got you. <laughs> I ha- I, you got to go. I was going to surprise huh? you. I have it all set up. Do you really? That was going to be a surprise Come at the on, end of the seriously? show. I have, oh, I have names. No, let's he's go. got it. Huh? I was going to surprise you at the end of the show <laughs> right, with it. But the caller, the caller was all over. Oh, Absolutely. That's great. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. It will be your we haven't done, okay. It will be your I t- I was on for half an hour this morning getting names you? for you. Oh, oh you God, are in so you're in so much trouble, Jeff. You don't even know where to go. Has Pearson ever been a part of the game before? I don't think he has. No, I don't think he has. <laughs> All right. Even if we have to go a couple minutes over, I think we'll be okay. Oh, absolutely. So. Chip, what do you got on the game? <laughs> that, that, that's all I have and you know, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Good call. Good call. Wow. Okay. That gets me excited a little bit. Not that I wasn't, but you know, so. No, I am. I am ready to go, Jeff. Although I, I have a little hesitation of basically Pearson. You don't have no idea. This game is all about my mind, right? And memory and things like that. So, and I, and he's going to do the open and it says, I don't have a great memory, which I do, but sometimes it just doesn't work. So I'm trying to subject myself to ridicule the last time I'm going to be on this show. You do not have a great memory because sometimes it doesn't work. That's the whole point. That's exactly. But I don't know if I really want to play this, this, this game. Oh, you're playing and I am, I am going out on top. Let's go to Lawrence in Florida. He's on final call today. What's up, Lawrence? What's going on, man? Hi, uh, thanks for having me. You're welcome. And, um, I just want to ask a couple of questions about the game. Sure. Uh, When, when they fumble the ball, Usually they put the ball where it goes out of bounds. And then when uh, Saquon got knocked out of his hands at the 26, it went out about the 7 or 8, but they put it back to the 26, and I was surprised about that. Yes, I believe. You know, it's funny. I don't know the exact rule on that, when the ball going up ahead and advancing doesn't happen. Let me see if I can find that. It's a good question. I think it has to do with, time and quarter and stuff like that, but I, no I, I will idea. try to look that up. I thought That's... it was always if it goes forward, it's from wherever it was fumbled. 
Yeah, you might be right about that. It because because be. a lot of times, you know, if you're and I don't know if Isaac would do this, but if you're running down the field and you accidentally purposely fumble the forward the ball forward for a first down. Yes, you know exactly. what I'm saying. So they probably eliminate that option of anything. So they just if, go right where the ball. A fumble is ball may be recovered in advance by either team, except after the two minute warning in either half or on fourth down when the fumbler is the only offensive player allowed to advance the ball. Otherwise, the ball, otherwise the ball is ruled dead at the spot of the fumble, except when it was recovered. So, if a Giants player recovered, recovered that ball, you were okay. But think of it this way: otherwise, you can just like that's what I'm saying. Flip the ball forward yeah. out of bounds. I'm so, running down. I see the first correct. down marker. I'm two yards. I'm like, whoops, and it goes forward. So, first for, down. for example, if if somebody if that ball didn't fly out of bounds and Paul Dettino didn't sprint after it as it went towards <laughs> the wall. I, by the way, I have not. Yeah, looked, I I, apparently, he did that. I did not. I've not looked at it yet. But no. apparently, that's what he did. That's what somebody told me. Well, I haven't had a chance to look at him. it. Yeah, he no. He, he no. Apparently, the reason he gave somebody, Jeff, we were moving the ball with that ball in play. Oh, I had that's to make the sure they reason. kept using the ball. Yeah, that's exactly right. But uh, so if someone, anyway, jokes aside, if someone would have, if that ball would have stayed in bounds and someone would have fallen on it, I believe it would have been okay for it to be advanced. But since it went out of bounds, I don't think that's why okay. the ball moved up. Gotcha. I will double-check that rule, but I'm pretty yep. sure that's what the rule is. What was the other one? Remember they made that rule when Oakland did it that time. They fumbled it forward, and then that's when they made the rule. But I thought it was just inside two minutes that they couldn't do that. Yes, okay. so anyway, you know, and again, I, I, th- I think the rule is it's because it's, it went out of bounds. I think that's – here we go. Out of bounds. I'm reading off the NFL rule summary website on the operations NFL page. When a fumble goes out of bounds between the goal lines, the following shall apply. If a fumble goes backwards and out of bounds, the ball is next put in play at the inbound spot by the team that was last in possession. Okay? If a fumble goes forward and out of bounds, the ball is next put in play at the spot of the fumble by the team that was last in possession. So that is the rule at all there you times. Go. Okay. Even if it was recovered by the, right. the same team, it still goes back to where it was fumbled. Correct. Okay. Got that? And the... And then when they did the kickoff and they said that they had a legal formation on the kickoff, uh, I looked at it. Everyone was five guys on either side. The guy kicked it. And what was the illegal formation? What was wrong with that? I did not look at it again, but there's also a number of rule of, of how tight you can be to the kicker now mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So my guess is that that's probably what, what the call was. It wasn't as far as numbering. It's as far as what John's talking about. You can't be, you know, and they, the reason they're doing that is for onside kicks. Only X number of players can be right. outside the numbers, I believe, yeah. is the rule. Yeah, so it, it, has, it has to do with – and by the way, you're only allowed to have so many guys on the right and the left of the kicker, so that could be part of it, but that wasn't – you said you counted them. Then it's an alignment yeah, procedure. Five guys on each yeah, side. It's, it's an alignment procedure as far as where the guys are at in, in, in reference to the field and those five guys on each yeah, side. I don't know. <laughs> but they did miss a face mask on um, – on Saquon when he did the two-pointer, I noticed that. I don't know if anybody else mentioned that. Well, I think the referees were probably so excited that they made the two-point, they didn't even figure out to call the, yeah. the penalty. So Just yeah. like everybody else. And, then, and then by, by the way, missed calls go both ways. Oh, Aaron yeah. Robinson basically tackled the wide oh, receiver on a deep pass. No, not so. basically. He did tackle him. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. But he got me there. And just one more last quick one. What, at the end, sometimes they say, uh, this is a 30-second timeout. And what's the difference between a 30-second timeout and a regular timeout? Uh, a 30-second uh, timeout is one where they don't take a TV timeout. Yeah, it's quick. Yeah, it's quick. So basically, okay. I, I'll, I'll, I will bring you behind the curtain here. Yeah. The way this works is that there are four TV timeouts in each quarter. So if you go to all four of those breaks and then a team calls a timeout after those four breaks have already been taken, they will just do a 30-second timeout, and then we don't have to go to commercial, we don't have to wait a long time, and they come back and play. All timeouts, by their very nature, are 30-second timeouts. They only get extended to take TV commercials. Mm. People probably don't know Great that. point. That's what I thought, but sometimes at the end of the game, it seems like you know the timeout's going on for 10 minutes. They're discussing things, they're walking around, looking. Well, no, the, anyway, that's time, good enough, but no, thank you. Yeah, timeouts don't. Challenges and reviews can sometimes. Those can yeah. kind of go on forever a little bit. The league is very conscientious of the time for these games. Trust me. They're, they're, they like them to be, I don't know, 310 is probably the number it, these days. They try to have it around three if they can. Yeah. That's what they're looking for. So, yeah, but it's, it's, you know, that's a good point. I never knew that either. I didn't know there was four 30-second timeouts in a quarter. No, no, there were four TV timeouts in TV a quarter. TV timeouts. And those are two minutes and 10 that's seconds. Right, yes. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. There you go. 
Well, yeah. John knows because he's... I have to run them. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. <laughs> I have to run them. You got to get those reads in. Pearson, bring the production pod up, please. <laughs> for one last time. Oh, here we go. It's time for everyone's favorite game. I like this. Did he play with Jeff Fegels? I don't have a great memory. 22 <laughs> NFL seasons. Wow. Hundreds of players. Fegels with the Eagle. Let's see who Jeff remembers. You can make a mockery of my memory. Here's your host. That was just so... John And Schmelt. you do. And here we go. And we do make a mockery the, of my memory. Read the music up, Pearson, for the final time. Did you play with Jeff Fegels? So I have toiled for half of my morning. Trying to make Jeff look as bad as possible here. It doesn't take much work usually. Doesn't. But I did the best I can. He actually got much better at this game as we went along, but it's been a while since we've done it. So I feel like this could be a disaster. <laughs> so you're thinking there's rust. Okay, I, I that's do. That's fine. All right. All right, here we go. You ready? Yeah, I Jeff think so. Fiegels, <laughs> and the rules for the folks that don't know, he, he either say yes or no, and if the answer is yes, he must name either the player's position, or the team he was on Jeff with for which, him to get full credit. Which sounds easy, but if I just say yes, I have to prove the yes. Yes, the correct. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want you just, you know, shooting shooting in the dark here. Did you play? Can I get a little more music? There we go. Thank Did you. you play with Tom McHale? Tom McHale. Not the basketball player. Not Kevin knows. McHale. Yeah. Tom McHale. Yes. Give, give, give you part two. Eagles. What position? Lineman. No? Offensive or defense? Offensive. Pearson. One, oh. one, zero. Good <laughs> dude, by the way. See, I, now, th that was a guy that I, I totally, because I hung out. He was out. only there for like one year, too. Matter, my, I my know, he was practice of, squad, Here's too. the thing. Wow. This is why you got this wrong, and I got yeah. it right. Because, and you didn't know this, but one of... My the group I hung out, some of my best friends are the linemen at the Eagles, and so oh that's, really? Yeah, yeah that's how Eagles with that. the Eagles. Yeah. <sighs> wow. In the hole early. Not happy. All right, here we go. He, he gives me basketball names sometimes too. Give me <laughs> <a> basketball name. <laughs> I know nothing about basketball. Here we go. Did you play with Mark Smith? <laughs> Did you play? This, this is where we get. With Smith, seriously? Mark Smith. <laughs> I there was an Otis Smith I played with. There was uh, all kinds of Smiths. Yeah, did you play with Mark, Mark Smith? Smith? That's sounds... what I'm interested in. No, I didn't play with Mark Smith. No. Is that your final answer, yes, Jeff? Yes, yes. I know this is, I probably should say yes, because Smith is, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Incorrect. You played with Mark Smith. Oh, wait, wait, oh, wait a second. Wait, what do you got? No, Mark okay. Smith, was, was it here? No, Mark okay. Smith, that was the, uh, you're just making things up now. Defensive tackle for the Arizona Cardinals from 1997 to the year 2000. Wow. I think he played like one game that year. Like I said, I made this very hard. 97 to 2000. All right, so you're one and one. Okay. You're one and one. All right, here we go. I got a, I got a few more here. I don't need the music anymore. We're going to keep going. All right, here we go. Jeff, did you play with Isaiah Hartenstein? Isaiah Hartenstein. Jeez. I'm still stuck on Mark Smith. <laughs> Isaiah, how do you pronounce his last name? Isaiah Hartenstein. I should I should know by an Isaiah. Now, I say I played with an Isaiah Kavazinski. Okay, well, I'm not asking you about Isaiah Kavazinski. I'm asking you about Isaiah Hartenstein. No, I did not play with that, that guy's name. I would have known that name. No? Correct. He is the backup center for your New York Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go See, to the old. This is why game. John laughs so hard because first of all, it's the Knicks, okay, and it's local. That's even more funny that I don't even know who that guy is. All right, so you're two and one. Uh, Good right. job, Jeff. You're doing okay. Gee whiz. Did you play with Matt Hill? Did you play with Matt Hill? I think I did play with Matt Hill. Here was he a tight end? He was not. <laughs> Nor did he play for the Giants. He, but you did play with Matt Hill. He was on the Seattle Seahawks from 2002 to 2004 as an offensive lineman. That's not a hung with the lineman at Seattle that much. Yeah, too so. busy playing golf. Matt Hill. Matt Hill. Where was he from? 
Matt Hill uh, went to uh, Boise State, was a 2002 fifth-round pick for the Seahawks. Matt so that was your last year with the Seahawks. How many that he games was there. did he start? Oh, boy, I don't have that in front well, of me. Well, he wasn't a start. He was like a, yeah. Oh, you know what? This is kind of, no, no, no. He, he was there for two years. He got released in 2004. Okay. Well, I was there. I, I was, 2002 was my last yes, year with I purpose, the I, pur- I purposely picked somebody that was there for only one year with you. I told <laughs> of course you, I, you I, did. I worked hard at this. I know. It sounds like right. it. Did you? We got, we got a couple more. Music, did you? Please. Did you? No, no, no. It's okay. Did Come you on. play with? You want more music? I can give you more music. No, it's okay. You want music? It's fine. Here we go. I, I okay. just <laughs> I'll give game. you more music. It's like the price is right. Yeah, it is like the price is right. Did you play with? Where's my name here? Hold on. I got to find my sheet. <laughs> did you play with Gerald Fahiri? You Gerald can't even pronounce his name. How am I supposed Fahiri. to know if I play with him? F-E-H-E-E-R-Y. Gerald Fahiri. I bet I did. I just don't remember him. <laughs> well, that's the point no, of the game, No, I Jeff. did not play with him because he's like a race car driver or something. What are you going to give me here? Gerald Fahiri was, sir, an offensive lineman for God. your New England Patriots oh, in my. 1989. What? Of course you're going back to 89 now. I don't remember him at all. Sorry, Matt, if you listen to this show. <laughs> I know you don't. No, Gerald. It was Gerald. Gerald. Matt even. See, I can't remember his name either. This goes to show you how stupid this game is. This way, see now he's just getting upset. All right, so you're now two for two and three. Oh boy! All right, I got uh, I got two more for you. Okay, I okay? gotta get I gotta get over five hundred. Got it. Did you play with? Come on, Trevor Keels. Trevor Keels. You know what? This is insane. You actually put a lot of time into this because these are bad names. No. You did not play with Trevor Keels. He was the second round pick for the New York Knicks this year. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I thought you. I Pearson, thought you did were, you know who that was? He no. Went, see, Pearson doesn't even know he who that. He played for Duke last year. I thought maybe you remember they had you had you had Brian Keel here, so I thought yeah. maybe you would confuse. And I said Trevor Keel and Ryan. I, right. So I, I was trying to go for the confusion yeah. there. That was well, actually I really did, well done. I did I think of those part. two immediately when you said that. All right, Jeff. Here we go. This is it. This is one more. I mean, this is this is the tail this of the tape. This determines here. your legacy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you play with Eli Manning? Yes. Did you play <laughs> with Jeremy Clark? Jeremy Clark. Another another one, Clark. <laughs> well, I picked the Smith, names for a reason. Wilson, Clark, Williams. Jeremy. What are some of the other ones? That Clark. Okay, give me. I need a hint. Just give me a hint. A hint? What kind of hint is no, it? No, don't give me a hint. I don't want to do that. Jeremy Clark. Jeremy, what's up, Jeremy? If you guess, Jeremy. If you guess right, I, I play with the Bernard Clark. If you guess right, if you play with them, then I'll give you a hint as to where. Because clearly, you don't have a clue. If so, you guess correct, my mindset is it is John going to give me an answer that I play with the guy, just not going to know who he is, or is this somebody, this is like a skier from, you know, wherever or something. I'm going to go with there. This is definitely a football guy. So I, I'm going to say that I did play with him. Okay. Where did you play with Jeremy Clark? Um, all right. I played for five teams, guys. So let's go this way, John. Although I was in the NFC the most. Th- no, I was in the AFC too. AFC, NFC. N- well, uh, no, NFC. Uh, okay, so that's all right. That's still a lot because Cardinals and the Giants, Seahawks were in the NFC. The Seahawks event wound up in the, the NFC. They were in the AFC when I played there, there. and um, Giants. So now there was Jeremy there was a method to my madness. You have you figure Jeremy out my pattern. Clark. You're you're gonna be able to figure this out. So he does not remember Jeremy Clark just for the record. No, so I'm, this is just him trying to no guess clue. at this point. <laughs> but but uh, you brought up a lot of linemen. So maybe he was an offensive lineman. You want to, is he an offensive lineman? No, not even close. Not, no. No, no. Jeremy Clark. Was he a ball if, if boy for like the did, Giants? If you did not mention, if you did not notice, I asked you about a player from every one of your stops. Oh. The only stop wow. I did not ask you about yet is your New York football Giants. Oh, Jeremy. Where Jeremy Clark played four games in 2008 on the defensive line. Eventually went on injury reserve the following year and was let go. Jeremy, Jeremy Clark. I'm sorry. I, he does not remember you from your New York football Giants career. Mm. The best year, the best football team you've probably ever played on, yeah, that 2008 Giants team. Yeah, other than the first, like, 11 games, we were really good. One. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Clark. Jeremy Clark, defensive tackle. Veteran. Oh, the, 
veteran Re- for how well, yeah for how many one year he was born in 83 so he was 25 when he showed up with the giants but he played one year here uh year he was on the offseason roster in 09 do you remember jerry i did Clark? i i did remember the name you do i don't I, I couldn't tell you what he looked like but i remember the name yeah so there you have it jeff fails miserably on his last game and schmoke is victorious <laughs> <laughs> put it on the board put it on the board, put it on the board. by the yeah. way i was actually going back and forth if i would have said andre woodson would you have known him no Really? Mm-mm. Andre Woodson. Yes. No, Andre Woodson? No, the only Woodson I know is the Woodson you know. Um, Rod. Yeah. Also the other one. Uh, for Dallas, right? No, Green Bay and the Raiders. Oh, yeah. The, the Hall of Famer. Yeah. Not Rod. Uh, I can't remember the guy's first name. The guy who... Um, Charles. Michigan, Charles right? Woodson, yeah. Who Brandon Jacobs ran over for them when he was on the Packers. Michigan. Charles Woodson. Thank you, Chris. So who is Andre Woodson? Andre Woodson was a quarterback drafted by the Giants in, I think, 2008. And he was like the on the practice squad was kind of the third string. Oh yes, I do remember the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I if you had a lineup, that's Andre Woodson. No, not going to be able. But to you remember the name, Jeff? Thank you, Johnny. Final final message. Hey, I, I am going to keep my mouth shut for the no, first time. No, no, it's ever. okay. I think I said enough at the top. Uh, I honestly, I think if you guys know me well enough, I know John does. Especially, I don't like to talk about myself at all. I just, I just want to tell you guys that how much I appreciate you and everybody else, um, Paul and Lance. My guys have been around here forever, um, and the Giants organization, everybody. But I've had so much fun doing this. And by the way, this is this is one of the best shows that you can listen to because it's full circle. You get draft stuff. You get everything involving the Giants. And, of course, John, you do a wonderful job about doing everything. Pearson, thank you for your time here. All the producers that I've been around, uh, the young guys, that have gone to bigger and better things because they've been interning under John and doing some stuff like that. So, Again, thank you for the callers. You guys are a big part of the show, as you know. I love listening to you guys. Love cracking up with you. Uh, I will say that for all the people that didn't get in, the normal callers, our regulars, thank you so much for your calls and all the, the great wishes and the people that did call today. Thank you for that. And once again, I appreciate it. And, and as, as uh, Mr. Mayor always said, right, once a giant, always a giant. And uh, always be, be faithful to this team forever, and I appreciate everything. We love you. Thank you, Johnny. Appreciate you, Jeff. I appreciate Pearson. Good luck. Yeah, music, please. We love you. We'll miss you. Yeah, I appreciate that, guys. Happy Charles, my friend. Yep, and we got a couple uh, couple more games to go before I really sign off, so uh, those will be fun, and hopefully maybe we'll send the Giants off for 3-0 and when I'm done. How about that? Jeff will be here on the pregame show on Sunday, 1130 WFN. Check it out. And, of course, See you then. we have one more preview show of Big Blue Kickoff Live tomorrow at 1230. First Eagles for the final time. Goodbye, everybody. I'm John Schmelk. We'll see you tomorrow on Big Blue Kickoff Live. <laughs> You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.